The Built to Media Podcast is sponsored by QualityFreightRate.com. Use the promo code BUILT2. Get 10% off your first shipment. Sign up is easy. QualityFreightRate.com. Hit that button. The Built to Media Podcast. Why is the button sticky, Gunner? I don't know. Good question. <laughs> Dude, it's just what I do. And he's a high side tickler. Built to Gunner and Blake. He screwed up my whole year. I touched the wall. Did you move concrete? I'll show you the exact crack. It's still there. Oh. <laughs> It might be. <laughs> I mean, it wasn't mine. So. Oh, the Built Two Media Podcast. I feel like that's where the Dick Award came from. Definitely whipped it out and then uh, stood on it a little. Maybe next time you get some knee socks. Huh? Well, you said it right there. <laughs> Built Two Media Podcast. Here's your host, Blake Anderson. Doing it. Gunner Cummings. We're finally doing it. I'll keep saying it. <laughs> Hit the button. What up, everybody in the Bill Two Media world? Uh, What's going on, dude? Today? Episode five three, five three, season two. You want to know what I got for a number five three? What you got? Oh, Herbie, Herbie, come on! All I can think about is five point three LS. That's all I got. Oh my god! Ah, <sighs> wow! Said to wreck it. Dude, we got to welcome in the guy standing here. We do, but he's actually sitting. So he's not down, standing. So. I think he's nervous. He's got his hands in his pockets. He is. He's, is he turtling? I, I I feel like he might be turtling just a tick. Are you turtling right now? I am not turtling. Okay, right now. so you're not turtling, but I feel like you've probably grown since the last time you were in here. Do you guys? Do you feel the same? He, yeah, I was gonna say he has been on here before. <sighs> Man, how you doing, Sunshine? I'm great. How are you? Good. Sammy Mars in house, everybody. Let's give him a welcome. Hey, yes. welcome. Yeah, Sammy. How you doing, buddy? I am great. Good. He's turtling. He's turtling. Good. Yeah, <laughs> definitely good. on the your face is getting red. You're turtling a little bit. Is it because the red button's on or what? No, I'm good. We hit that button. Now all he's right. drinking. Just needs more Mountain Dew. Get that caffeine rolling. Get that sugar rolling. I'm ready. Man. Let's go, baby. Episode 53. We got Wild West Shootout. That's what we're talking about today. And we're going to bring in a little bit of a Lucia. Somebody we know might have went down there. (laughs) Who could it be now? I wonder. But don't talk about it yet. No, we're not not going to talk about it yet. Sammy was so polite that he came all the way over here to sit in-house and question some of the guests that we will have on the show, which you guys probably already know because you've seen it in the post, but whatever. Let's talk about it. Who we got coming on? We got Parker Anderson and Mr. Jake Smith. Big time. A couple of XX mod drivers from down south, but they're actually B-Mod street stock drivers up here. So, Zach, you got anything interesting to tell us about your week? I started school this week. Boring. Okay. Racing things. I brought my motor down to my mo- new motor builder, I guess. It's pretty cool. Okay. So now everybody they, knows. They restore 1940 Chevy pickup trucks. It's Ooh. cool. I f- and put LS motors in them. Okay. It's cool. And, well, they dyno Guy Forbrook stuff, so that was cool to learn about. <laughs> I thought I was going to get a way different answer than that when he's like, yeah, they rebuild 1940 pickups. What do you think? That's you, where what I do you think I was going to say? They rebuild 1940 pickups, so are you getting an inline six then? Or <laughs> no, LS. They're just LS only. They do. Uh, they do a couple like model Ford Model T engines too. Let's put a Ooh. crank on the front of your car. That's how we started. Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. 1940s. Yeah, yeah, get yeah, out of the way. Yeah, I think so. 
I I do though. I I I, th- I like the pictures from when you we were down there. Oh, it was cool. Middle of nowhere though, and then I had to drive back in a snowstorm. Where Schwank. was it? Uh, Schwanky. They're Schwanky? in like Springfield, Minnesota. So you kind of been by Mankato. Oh. Schwanky. Schwan. Schwanky. Shampson. Schwanky. Shampson. Dude, my Swimmy, dad was this, My dad was geeking. It was so funny. Who and wouldn't he, be? 1940 oh. rebuilds. Come out. What's crazy about it is it takes they're three years out from when you they could even start a restoration. Then they takes three years for them to do it. So you have to wait six years to get your dream truck. My God, that wow. would be a process. But uh, nope. Oh no, thanks. I so how many years waiting. do you have to wait for your motor? Well, they have them in. That's like the first thing they do is put the motor and then build around the engine because they retrofit everything. It's pretty cool. I'm just curious if I had to. You got to buy the engine up front, so you wait six years for something you already bought. Pretty much. Oh, wow! And they're do all. Do you buy the motor? Or do you buy the truck first? Probably the. Well, I don't know how the process works. Honestly. I mean, if they're building the truck around the motor, I feel like I would just buy the motor and say, "Hey, put something around it." Yeah, I don't know. That's just what they specialize in. Okay, Sammy, what would your 1940s pickup with an LS look like? Um, probably have it white. Ooh, Ooh. Like my race car. yeah, uh-huh. yep. I don't know if I'd have it keep it the same or lower it. Drop Kinda it, cool. slam that bitch. Slam yeah, they, they all slam them down. Twenties. That's all you got. That's all I got. Like wood in the back. Well, yeah, Gunner. Duh. Wood in the bed of the truck. I think just I, tell me the color. I mean, we all got LSs. Uh, it'd either be murdered out black or yep. Red with black wheels, mm. like a cherry red. What are you thinking? Okay, I would say I like white, white, anything as far as on a car goes. But they had a, uh, it almost like a rustic look to them. With it, it looked like it came straight out of a junkyard, except it's like finished that way. So it's like a super rustic look. It looks so cool, but it's not mm. rust. Obviously, it's mm. it's designed on there. I feel it. It was cool. I'm going twelve valve murdered out. I'm telling them twelve, 12 valve Mustang. Valve. No. That's the coolest thing no. ever. Nope. Have you seen that video? Yeah, it's cool. Yeah. Oh. But I'm murdering out my 12 valve 1940s pickup. Oh, yeah. And slamming it and chopping it and blacking it. Any other interests, boys, from this week? Anything cool happen besides <laughs> extreme cold and turning into a penguin today? I do have one. I got to give a shout out. It's Girl Blake's birthday tomorrow. So Happy birthday. No way. Well, it might be today when you hear this, so. Happy, Happy, birthday. Birthday, Happy birthday, Blake. Happy birthday. Happy birthday. That's all I got. She needs a hug from Blake. Yeah, probably. Maybe I should play her in some cards here soon. Probably should. What was that? Speed? Speed. And speed. There was like speed something else. Or we just play Mario Kart. You might get beat if we do that. So No way. Here we go. Competition anyway. still strong. Oh, yeah. <laughs> should we get to these guests, boys? What do you think? I reckon. Yeah. Wild West shootout special. New location. Little Volusia special. Auto Motorsports Park, new location. Man, how are we going to top this? I mean, we're, we've had like six guests in two episodes. Two episodes. That's big time. Well, five. Five guests. Sorry. I guess Zach doesn't count. He's now a co-host. Sammy, you're kind of a co-host today, but you're also a guest, so. Two for one. Two for yes, one. You probably got some good it's questions coming up, you think? I might. I feel like you could like ask him set up questions so we can help others. Right. Because he hasn't heard us ask this or talk about this yet, and we're going to call him, and then it's going to be like, Weird, but maybe a last. We should probably call. just call him. All right, everybody. Jake Smith coming up on the Bill Two Media Podcast. Here we go. How many rings? Let's bet on rings. How many rings? Two. 
Not even one. Not uh, even one? Three. Oh, my gosh. I'm fucked. Well, you can take one. I, I'm going to take one. <laughs> I'm going to take one. I bet he's sitting around waiting for those calls. <laughs> what do they do on that uh, game show? Price is right. Price is, is right, oh Bobby. God. Here we go, boys. Hello. Jake, how you doing, buddy? Going good. Going good. You are live on the Built to Media podcast. We got we got three others in here to ask you some questions about your exciting week down in Vado. Yeah. First off, I think I'll start it off. How was the weather compared to Wisconsin slash Minnesota? Obviously better right now with the negatives we got going on in the morning. <laughs> I bet. But yeah, it was sunny and hot during the day, and then it just gets cold once the sun sets there. That's for sure at Vado. Still got to be better than but, up here. Oh, 100%. Yeah. Jake Gunner here. How did the week overall go? I seen, you know, you had some ups and up and down finishes, but, um, you know, overall, would you say it was a, you know, pretty decent success for you down there? Yeah, hundred percent compared to like a year ago when I was down there, I only made three out of six shows. And this year I made five out of six, that's five top five, the five shows that I made. And Damn. I just driving like a dummy in the B main that I didn't make the first <laughs> night, but it happened. So you got a 10 day trip down there. What's the preparation look like for that long of a show to go for? Yeah, see, this year we actually went with another local driver. So, yeah, you don't got your own trailer, you know, so you got to think ahead, you know, from bumpers to all the spare parts to all the little stuff that it comes down to they use on a normal night. And then, like you said, to get ready for these type of races and tires and stuff, you know, a lot goes into it. All right, Jake, Sam here. Got two <laughs> questions for you. One, how does it feel to be the most consistent dirt draft picked at Vado? Awesome, because even uh, even Ben Shelton had to come say that to me the one day. <laughs> I picked you, I think, every <laughs> single day, and I finished pretty good in the X-Mods. <laughs> and then the last day, I was starting 10th in the heat. I said, ah, don't take me. It's going to be ugly. 10th in the B-Mod heat race. It could get ugly. and It worked out. But. I run into my second question. How fun is it? First race of the night. First cars on the track. Starting in the back of a B mod heat race. Yeah, they they put thirteen B mods in eight lap heat race in the slime. So oh my gosh, Ooh. recipe for disaster. Yeah, it just it already sounds like fun, right? Yeah, that's <laughs> like everybody's ready to head to then work. It, then it's passing point, so it's like who can run over the first guy first. <laughs> so I mean, your mentality though then sounds like it's just complete. You got to go, 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 and there's not much you know being conservative. Yeah, no, you get eight laps. They count every lap. I mean, one car passes, then they still have to caution, and then you, they go single file instantly because they want you to get off the racetrack. So, yeah, it's, you got to pass cars and you get a chance. I have a question for kind of everybody here, but we talked about the dirt draft deal. How does that work? I'm kind of lost on the whole thing. I can explain it if you guys don't want to. Yeah, you go ahead because yeah, I have never tried. I've right. never played. Get a $100,000 salary. And you get to pick five drivers. And the guys that are the best cost the most, and then it goes back on down. Wow. So a guy like out there, it was Chris Jackson. He won a couple of the nights, and he was really good, and he was like 24000 Well, you can't have five spots at 24000 So you'd have to kind of go and arrange your lineup where Jake, he was a consistent finish, but he was like 20000 or nineteen. So you could kind of you just go and pick like people that average it out and – 
pretty much it goes off of points. So, so it's finish. just like the regular draft. Yeah, it's like fantasy racing. But it just goes off <laughs> of finishes versus yardage. Yeah, pretty much. Fantasy, but you got a cap almost. Yeah. You can't mm. just have all five-star players or five-star races. Yeah, it's like, it's kind of like, what is it, FanDuel? So then you I think. you pick a different driver each night, or do you have like a oh, list of... You get You get your list of people that are entered in the race. And then the cool thing is they don't close it until like after qualifying. Oh, so you can go and see who qualified good. Where the late models it was qualifying, but the other guys were passing points. I'll have to check that out. Maybe get some side bets going or something. You ever do that? Or? Me and Dan at the shop did every night. Dang um, yeah, and make some and money. No, it broke even. Oh. So is this like how much does it cost? It's five bucks a month. Oh, that ain't bad. Do you make any money? You get like prizes. Like you can win tickets to like Lucas Oil, World of Outlaw, USAC races. Wow. What a great idea. Jake, did you get anything from Sammy's bets? Or like, I feel like he probably should have paid you. I told him good job every night. Wow. Friendship. I told him at the beginning of the night, don't screw up. I picked you in dirt drift. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. So the pressure's on that. He had me the one night because I started third in the heat race. He said, I need tickets. They don't let me get in for free if they're right. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> no pressure, Jake. Now, right. So was that your first time to Vado then? Yeah, Vado. That's, uh, you know, the facility's like absolutely amazing. And the location was perfect. And then, oh, the track to me was like Fergus Falls, maybe a shorter straightaway, you know. But uh, so, the track to me, I liked it better than like Arizona Speedway. So for somebody who's going to a new track, what do you look for as far as okay, what do I need to do? What lane should I run? Like, what's your preparation look like? Yeah, you could see at that place like one and two was almost like flatter than three and four. So I think a lot of guys were on the top of three and four compared to one and two, and they give you a practice night, so that's obviously nice. Seemed like three and four were super wide towards the end of the night. Yeah. Looks like it was a long ways up there. Break it down for me. End result of the six days out of eight, correct? Or eight out of ten? Right, six nights out of like nine days. Okay, so out of the six nights, what was your average finish? Oh, man. Well, I had like like two-thirds, a fourth, fifth, fifth, I think. Damn. And a sixth. But then one guy got DQ'd the one night, so that sixth was a fifth or something. That's pretty damn good. I didn't make the show the first night. Yeah. Like, obviously, like, Aaron Blackland was very fast from up here. He won the week-long points deal. But I got third in the week-long deal. Any shenanigans with any of your locals, like the next guest we're going to have on, Mr. Parker Anderson? Yeah, me and him went across the line the first. Second, third, and fourth night, we all went across the line the same. We we battled out three nights in a row, me and him, dude. <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah. Don't they always say that? It doesn't matter how far away from home you go, you end up racing with the guy you always race with every yeah. week. Yeah, same. Me and Black Lance went across the line twice together, too. It's like, I wasn't in Parker's heat race much, but we always found each other in the features. <laughs> yeah, I noticed that going through my race pass. You guys seem to finish next to each other, like, half of the nights in the A features. I laughed. Yeah. So do you have any uh, pointers or hints or tips for anyone that's looking to go there next year? I'm, we're for sure going back. I love the racetrack, the facility. Maybe people say there's not stuff to do in the El Paso area, but there's plenty to do. The weather was nice enough. So, so Jake, on like not only the race days, but the off days when you guys weren't at the track, what was like the most fun things to do around that area since it wasn't yeah. right in Phoenix like it was before? Parker and then they all went skydiving the one day. I didn't 
didn't get up for that. I was not about that. But <laughs> we had a lot of top golf, the casino a couple nights. And we had a really nice Airbnb house, so we didn't stay at the track. So that was nice, too. What do you do for work where you can, you know, get off that many that many days? Did you have to plan ahead a, way, a ways for that? Yeah, so my dad owns trucking business, so we work all summer and we're laid off in the winter. So it works out perfect for us. That's why my sister moved out to Vegas, so here in a couple of weeks we're going to race the XR race out there. We're going to leave next weekend. Ooh, yeah. that XR race. Nice. Well, Jake, before we let you go, is there? Uh, can you give us a little background from how it started to where you are now? Yeah, so my dad raced for a long time since he was young. Then I was just always at the track with him. Then me and my sister got into it. We raced four cylinders for three or four years. And then she got to move up first to the street stock where she's still at. And then I got B-Mod last year, the COVID year. So two years now, I'm going into my third year. Yeah, now we're here. B-Mod's for my third year in 2022. Sammy was kind of bragging you up on how many how many victory lanes you got there. Yeah, my first one was like, early july or something was that 2000 win was my very first win and then i ended up with 16 by the end of it Holy the second God. half was for sure good went from <laughs> bang bangers to tin bangers come on yeah <laughs> right to victory lane he got the first one and just racked them up i couldn't get the first i was like second place and i was just wanting it and then the two grand night on our local racetrack granite city and i won that as my first one jake where are you from or where do you live now yeah, so we live in St. Joseph, Minnesota, which is a suburb of like St. Cloud, right off like Interstate 94. Okay. So yeah, centrally located. We got Ogilvy an hour. Granite City's like 10 minutes from the house. <clears throat> yeah, we race four nights a week. Wilmer's 50 minutes. You race four nights a week within like an hour and a half. So we're in a good spot for racing. Heck yeah. Quick way to rack them up. Three years, 16 wins. Shit, you are doing good, son. Yeah, trying. I'm sure we'll catch you back on the old eye racing. The computer's getting uh, kind of worked on, but you know, we'll come back up yeah, on there. You find me there a lot in the winter on <laughs> eye racing. <laughs> oh, I can ask you this question: How did you? Uh, how did you like eye racing a couple months ago and watching Cars the movie at the same time? <laughs> Sam. <laughs> <laughs> uh, all right, that's all we got. Everyone enjoys being around Sam when he's watching the movie. <laughs> yeah, oh, yeah. God. It was hilarious. <laughs> What's your uh, 2022 plans looking like? Really just starts with how our work season starts. You know, last year we were, it worked out where we could get off and still get to like Wilmer on a Thursday. But if it works out, I'm going to try run for points right away for national. But race as many nights as I can, yeah. Four nights a week if our equipment stays together. Can't wait to see you at the track this summer. Keep it up, man. Yeah. Good luck next uh, next Thanks week. Thanks for having me on. Thank, Thank you. you. For sure. We'll talk yeah. to you soon. Thank you. Jake Smith, everybody. How about it? That was good. It's good stuff. Man, That's 16 wins. Come on. 16 and the consistency at Vado. Vado. Yeah. Vado. Is That's it, what surprised it, me. Though. Was it Vado or Vado. was it Vado? I always thought it was Vado, and then Flo, they said it was Vado. And I'm like, oh, I like Vado better, but I guess we'll call it Vado. It Either one works. Yeah. Vado. Vado, Vado. Sounds like Star Wars or something like that. Tomato, tomato. Exactly. Right. Vado, Vado. Apples, potato, oranges. Potato. I can keep going. Do it. <laughs> I'm waiting. What else you got? Uh, no, I can't keep going. Cherry, berry, hairy, carry. I was rhyming with Vado, City walk, Vado. city sushi. <laughs> <laughs>
Same thing. Right. Man, that I the preparation to go into something like that would be oh so much work. You basically got to go in there with a brand new race car or something that's been gone through 100%. There's like no options to race six days in a row anywhere. Well, I guess no. he had nights in between, but well, it sounded right, like they were Six nights total, you know. same track within eight days. No, that's what's cool about that event, though. I'm glad they kept it going on. Is it Chris Steffen? Steffen, Steffen, Steffen promotes it, right? Chris Kearns. He, yeah. He's like the Wild West shootout promoter. I seen that. Pr- uh, leave me alone. <laughs> You're touching. I have to touch it. Touching the shaft. I have to touch it, okay? I have to do it. But I seen that promo video that he did talking about it, and I thought it was pretty cool that, you know, there's a truck stop, there's a car wash. It's all within, like, the acreage of the racetrack. Promotion works. Yes. Yes. He lives down there, doesn't he? Steppen? Steppen? Yeah, Yeah, I I think think he does does now. But, I mean, he travels all over the place, it seems like. Yeah, Royal's got a nice place there, the facility. We should probably get Steppen on sometime. Ooh, oh, I thought about good... that over the week. He'd be so good. I couldn't match. He's at, he's interviewed everybody in the city. I thought about it too, but like I never got a hold of him. Future plans. Let's put him on the list. He's on the list. He'd be so good. Is he on the list? Dude, As of did right you get now, the list out and write his out? As yeah, I think we should write him down now while we're on the pot. I, I mean, love Gunner's right him at down. the USA Nationals. Did you put it on your list? He's already been on my list. Okay, so he's on the list. He's yes. on the list. Now, Sammy, is he on your list? Maybe. Uh, I do not have a list. USA okay, Nationals so put him week? On the list. USA Nationals week, maybe? That's a busy week. That'd be a to tough week. Podcast and for him to take a break. Well, on a Monday or I something. I feel like sometime in February on a weekday would probably be his time to be on a podcast. I apologize. He's on the list. He's on, He's on the, the list. That's all that matters. Jake Smith was pretty good. He was. Yeah. Heck yeah. Good driver. That is awesome. Though. Yes. I like his car a lot. That was a cool looking nice. cars. That was the biggest reason why I wanted to get him on here. I mean, it, as soon as I seen his car, I was like, wait, I know Jake Smith. I was like, that's a good looking car. And then he's like kicking ass. That success out of Hornets too is pretty impressive. Well, a lot of the locals from up here that went down there had, were pretty high on yeah, the list. They did very you know? good. Right. Because it's all, you know, there's a lot of locals down there that race every week. So, I mean, I can't wait to talk about Jake Tim. Well, the guys uh-huh. up here are kind of a big deal. So, that's true. You know. Soda Country. Stefan would be the guy to ask him. That's what true. He the would. Percentages of how good the up north drivers are. Yeah. He could probably break it down to the percentile between north of Highway 2, north of Highway 8, <laughs> and whatever the next north is. We could probably ask uh, Harry Hansen what the next North would be because I'm pretty oh, sure God. he lives in like Canada, but pretty sure that is Canada. It basically is. <clears throat> exactly. Up Ice. there is Canada. Man, I bet Harry would have froze today if he had to go to work. Yeah, go blow up some stuff. Yeah. I was t- I uh talking what to a guy. Happened right there. <laughs> I had ten caught, okay. Sometimes my mind starts and it just comes out. Yep, there it is. Somebody was telling me that yesterday when it was like negative freaking 20, negative 15 here, mm-hmm. up in Alaska, it was like 30 degrees. Yep. Oh, yeah. yeah. That's cool. I guarantee we were colder than Antarctica today. Yeah, probably. It's happened a few times. Do you guys ever like wonder why we live here during these months? Okay, I'll Summers tell you something that makes nice. me, everybody at in school, they're like, oh, it's so cold. I'm like, then don't go to school here. Like, wait, you're cold. And they, one time I got made fun of for wearing Crocs to class in negative 20, but I'm like, we're in Wisconsin, man. Come on. <laughs> I'm built of steel. You know what I answer with? What? 
It's February. Exactly. What'd you expect? Did you have them in four wheel drive? Always. They he always locks them in. Yeah. Yeah. The muck boots have been of late though. Those things. He went from Crocs to yeah. Finally, (laughs) finally bought something that's actually warm, and that's I can see why. People wear them because they're actually warm. <laughs> yeah, and this you is why people wear and shoes. And you were just telling us how you were made out of steel. Well, you totally just walked all over yourself real quick. Stuff happens, you know. Yeah, but, I mean, I still wear Crocs all the time. Jesus, so. let's just call Parker. <laughs> this is Parker's an interesting character. Yeah, I just say it's. I don't know if it's be much. He better. just texted me. Come on, come on, come on now, come on, come on. He's waiting. He's waiting. What? Are, hey, how many rings? Two. I'm Two. hanging up on him. Hold on. You let it ring. You went with two. You let it ring all the way to the end, and then answer it. Yeah, I two, three. I give him. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Voicemail, and then he'll call back. Side bet, dude. I think he will. Side bet. Did Buzzy or Drake finish better in that heat race he was watching? Drake, because Buzzy started in the back. Uh, Well, we could put a Buzzy on. How many cubic inches does Buzzy have in his car right now? I don't know. Four sixteen. Okay. One. Wait. Who said one? Who said one ring? I said two. Good morning. Good evening. Buenos dias. Is this Parker Anderson? Hola. He's got bad service. Oh my gosh. Oh no. For anybody wondering, Drake won his heat race. Hello. Bing bong. Good morning. Parker Anderson. How are you? You're live on the Bill Two Media Podcast. Hey, what's up? <laughs> oh God! <laughs> no pressure. <laughs> I love the O. <laughs> oh God! Okay. Bring her back in now. All right, that was good talking to you, Parker. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, I can't. Oh, all right, Parker. <laughs> How'd those uh, six nights down in old Vado go for you, Parker? I thought it was Vado. Darth Va- Vado. That's what I'm going to call that place. <laughs> Is it Vado or Vado? It's and Vado. then tell us how it went. Went all right, I guess. Made the show every night, so. I mean, that's some not. That's that's good. Yeah, top ten almost every night. Pretty good week, I'd say. So we were just talking to uh, Jake and. You know, he he was saying he had some pretty good finishes. Do you think you had a better average than he did, or worse? Well, maybe because he missed one night. Ooh. So maybe. But I mean, I guess he did get higher in the points, so he probably he definitely had a better average. Ah, Sammy was Parker at least in your pick list. Oh yeah, yeah. I had him in dirt draft every night, and I told him too. He only got me because I was cheap. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Well, what was the price on Parker? Eighteen six, I think. Ooh, yeah, four hundred bucks more for Jake. That's that's rough. Parker, what was it actually like? You know, getting to meet Scotty Benz, Mister RHR Swag, and how did it come about for you to end up driving for him? Throughout the year last year, I kind of raced over in his neck of the woods, and I don't know, just I had talked to him quite a bit, and then one day I randomly, after I drove my brother's car, I got a random text, and he said. Well, how much do you want for the red car? He basically wanted to buy that car and get into the streeter deal or whatever. And I was like, well, you got to talk to my brother. But it just kind of developed a relationship, you know, from that. And just talking to him, helping him get it ready and all that. Yeah, he's pretty good shit. I met him down when we were down in Kansas. And, uh, man, that dude's got some drive. He's done pretty well for himself. He, he knows 
knows what he's doing when it comes to a lot of things. How's that transition from a, a streeter? I feel like a streeter drives very lazy, slow, you know, to a B mod. Um, I don't know. Honestly, I was thinking about telling Scott that we needed to go to the parts store and get a stock box for that thing. Cause <laughs> it was not, it was, it was not fun. But I, I don't know. By the end of the week, we kind of had it. I kind of got used to it, I feel like. But yeah, he def- he has the fastest boxes out there, and uh, it was a little quick for me. But other than that, I mean, really, it wasn't. It just wasn't as much where I I knew what I felt all the time where I did with the streeter to where I wasn't completely used to the car. But by the end of the week, I felt like I was getting a pretty good hang of it and kind of knew what I needed to do. In the future... You know, can we maybe see you in some other cars, or what are you thinking? You know, my own, or you're saying for Scott? I'm saying, you know, what's kind of the future. overall future here? I mean, for Parker uh, Anderson. Yeah, for yourself. Got a mod for the coming up years, so oh. that'll be... A or B? That'll be A. Ooh. Ooh. Oh, there we go, on, now we're boys. talking. Now we're talking. So we're know, seeing hey. you at the Masters already, that's what we're saying. Well, yeah. Good. Well, duh. Good. Are you going to, like, rip the lip or what I mean, you're going to be going against Rodney Sanders and this Ratatan, you're A-Mod. Well, through my time down at Vado, I definitely learned that. The bottom is, it sucks in the <laughs> mod or the mod. <laughs> the, the, the top's where it's at. Didn't you win the heat race on the top? Well, it was middle. No, no. I I started 12th in about every heat. I won the uh, B-Main in the top oh, or middle yeah. or whatever. How did it feel say. to go almost undefeated in all the B-Mains? You know, I almost felt like hot Carl for a minute, and then I remembered I don't drink that much beer. (laughs) (laughs) Parker, I'm just going to say the one B-Main I watched you win, it looked like a worm coming out of the dirt when you were coming out of turn four. What was going on? Was that me, uh, you're saying, turning the wheel, sawing on the wheel, or what? Yeah, every time you exited the corner, the front end was just like left, right, left, right, left, right, straight away. I don't know. You see, like with the streeter, you kind of the muscle memory or whatever. I got used to like how much you have to turn to get the wheel to where it needs to be. And I was turning the wheel to that point, like I would in the streeter. And yeah, I was like twice as far as I needed to turn it. So I just was sawing back and forth on the thing. <laughs> That's awesome. I love picking on Parker. He's always got a great comeback. Yep. Every time he never wins. <laughs> <laughs> Don't do it. Don't do it. <laughs> okay, so your your total Vado experience. Tell us a little bit about what you thought of the track. Obviously, first time down there. And then the other question we asked Jake was uh, what you could do outside of the track, the fun stuff. Yeah, I, got, I, mean, I was... got a question for that first. Oh, geez. Oh, Here we go. How was your up. skydiving experience? Oh, did you scream like a little girl? No, I was, you know, as calm as can be. <laughs> <laughs> it's not what I, I saw. I mean, I basically just could have drank a bottle of water or something on the way down because it was it was kind of boring to be honest. Oh, yeah, God, okay. <laughs> you just jumped out of a plane. You can't tell us it was boring. No, it was badass. It was definitely something that every one of you guys have to do because you don't understand what it feels like until you do it. It was it was probably the craziest feeling ever. The weirdest part was looking. When you're looking down from an airplane and you're thinking, I got to jump over this fucking thing. (laughs) (laughs) Just uh, the total like, oh shit moment. I actually have to do this. And I'm like 4,000 feet in the air. Well, no, I was strapped down to the front of a dude and it was 
Well, I mean, I was expecting that you'd be solo that thing. No, there was no way, but he was like, <laughs> he was like a foot taller than me, so I was like a little kid in one of the carrying things, and, and he was just walking me up to the door, and I was like, well, I guess we have to do this now. <laughs> See, Ed, my life is in your hands now. <laughs> Baby stay strapped to chest. Did he give you any oh, like yeah. uh, motivational speeches at all? He was like, just imagine any surfer dude ever. That was that guy. <laughs> oh, yeah, like, dude. Let's go jump out of this plane, man. He, we we land, and the first thing he says to me, he gives me a fist bump, and he says, "That was gnarly, bro." <laughs> 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 Dude, I'm gonna go to Vado just to hang out with guy. Parker. <laughs> uh, did you win any money at the casino, by the way? Since we're on this subject, that- I don't know. I mean, like each time I went there, I I was a couple of hundred ahead, but definitely a lot better than up here. Them things actually, them things actually, uh, they they give you a little something back. Well, the thing of it is, is it was you could walk out of the casino and you could see the border. I was I was afraid. <laughs> My God! Oh God! Well, Jesus. I mean, no, no, no. Sit, sit, sit and think about that. You're. I, I mean, there could be guys with what, AKs sitting in the dirt waiting for you. Well, no, but imagine you hit a jackpot. Like you got to fucking run for your life getting out of there. <laughs> <laughs> Good thing that didn't happen to you, then, right? Well, yeah. Uh, I mean, I wish yeah. I would have, but you know, <laughs> it didn't happen. So that stuff. It was kind of a sketchy. Sort of a sketchy area right around that spot. So it's but, probably a good thing you didn't win big, because then you know you were you were fine. That'd be something. I won. Ju- I won just enough to not get mugged. <laughs> oh, <my God. laughs> oh man! So back to the reason why we called you, <laughs> dude. It sounds like you had a pretty good time down there. It was. I mean, everybody said that there wasn't going to be enough, much stuff to do down there. I mean, there was a fair amount of things to do and. It was nice to actually have people down there you knew. Right, yeah. yeah, you're racing with all your buddies, basically. Yeah, exactly. Jake said you guys always ended up finding each other at the end of the night, come across the finish line, huh? Oh, yeah, like three nights in a row, we were, I honestly got thought for a second that we were iRacing, because we're throwing sliders for, like, sixth place, and the leader's up there just about 25 seconds ahead of us, and we're just throwing <laughs> sliders for six. But... I mean, it was fun, so that's all that matters, I guess. So did it lead to any future opportunities with Scotty Benz then? Yeah, we had already talked about it before we uh, went out there, but I'm going to end up driving a streeter a little bit, and definitely for the little dream. Oh, man, oh, I can't so, wait. Yeah, redemption. So that'll be, that'll be a big thing, but who knows? I might come out of streeter retirement, and I won't be turning the wheel enough or something. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, the facilities, Jake said he really liked them. The track, he said he liked that as well. What was your experience as far as the facility itself? The facility itself, yeah, it was thought about for sure. It, uh, everything is just top notch, really. And it can't really get much better than that in that area. Royal, uh, Jones or whatever, whoever built it, he, uh, he definitely put some thought into it. Nice facility. But the track itself was, I'd say it was, for the most part, it was pretty racy. The first couple nights, it was rough, which is too to be expected. But I mean, other than that, it was it was pretty nice, fun, fun to race on. 
So we asked Jake the same question. How did it feel starting in the back of a B-Mod heat race on a racetrack that was hammered on with eight laps passing points? It was probably better than starting towards the middle because you knew that there was going to be like three guys that like you knew you were going to pass for sure as long as they didn't kill you on your way by. <laughs> so that was that was nice, but I don't. I never got an opportunity to say what I thought of starting up front. I started twelfth damn near every night. <laughs> Jeez, was doing your pill draw? I was. I'd go up there. And I shit you not, I'd go up there, I'd be like, yeah, I'm going to draw for two. And I'd do the same order every night. I'd do Scott first and then me. And every night, I got him a good pill and me a shit one. (laughs) Why didn't you switch your order? Yeah, you would think after six nights, you might pick up on that. (laughs) Once you switch it, it's a night where it flips on you. Yeah, exactly. That's that's what I was thinking. So I was thinking, boy, I'm going to switch this and then... I'm going to really be pissed because it's going to be the other way around. <laughs> I feel like after your fourth or fifth time, you might be like, okay, it doesn't really matter. <laughs> like, let's just try it. Yeah. I mean, it didn't really matter. I was starting on the pole of the B, whether it, I drew in the front or the back anyway, it seemed like. How did you prepare for that many days? Shit. I did that all summer. Wasn't yeah, that true. Bad. <laughs> yeah. You got a point. It got to the point to where at the end of the week, I was like, man, let's go home and start racing. This is, this is, uh, I'm ready to get back into this. Then you came back and it was like negative 30 something. <laughs> oh. <laughs> just not, yeah, not ideal. How do you prepare for skydiving? How'd you get your mind wrapped around that? I just didn't, didn't think about it, I guess. You just decided that day not to live scared, right? Andy Jones was with us and his, uh, I don't know if you know Andy, but his famous quote was, if the parachute doesn't go off, I'm going to go head first. At least I'm not going to live paralyzed through this so i mean that was that that was that was his case inspirational yeah i was i was pretty confident that the parachute was going to go off because there was like there was like three of them on each of us so they had backups backups to the backups with another backup i hit the thing i'm sorry i hit the thing again how do people race down there compared up here in uh with soda country it's hard to say because streeters to be mods i i don't want to be that guy but I, in my opinion, I'm not saying anything here, so nobody gets mad at me. But <laughs> I think streeters are cleaner anyway. In in general, in Wissota, B mods can be uh, they can be scary. So I'd say it was definitely nobody really uh, they care. Nobody really cared about your lane as much until you got towards the front, to where around here it seems to be a lot more respect. Yeah, but I can see that after watching. I, I can say when me and Jake were racing, there was it was clean then because we were just throwing a bunch of sliders. Definitely helps when you know each other too. Yeah. How is it in Wasota racing four nights a week, having one of the best crewmen in the all of Wasota with Kenny? You get the job done. That's that's what I gotta say about that. He he definitely makes it fun and he uh yeah he definitely he's social too. So like every every single person in this podcast knows who Kenny is. He do, he gets out there and uh, we get it done. What are your 2022 expectations going into the A mod? Then my expectations are not much less. And you got to be realistic at the same time. I realize it's not gonna. I'm not gonna get 34 future wins in a mod in my first year. But the goal is to go go out every night and at least be in contention for a win. That'd be that'd be huge. Just go out and have have fun. I'm not doing any point stuff. Just go where 
go where there's a little bit of money and big race, fun race, like the Masters or like USMCS at Ogilvy, or like that XR week, stuff like that, where it's fun and kind of a bigger event to where you have a good time. But just to be just to be in contention for something, good finishes. I mean, you definitely did it in the streeters, so, you know, hopefully that can just kind of carry you on through the in the A-mods. Definitely looking forward to, to seeing it this year. Yeah, it definitely helped to get them six, well, actually nine nights if you count October, but I definitely think that them them nights in the B-mod deal even help just to, just to get used to kind of the, it's, it's the same sort of feel, same kind of view to where, you know, it, it's definitely experience that you can count towards it. So that was that was a big part, you know, the benefit of going to Beto. Plus getting to watch them all the time because I'm pretty sure every time you ran streeters, didn't they have A-mods too? Yeah, for the most part, almost every night. Yeah, you'll have you'll have plenty of support and plenty of knowledge going into it. I'm I'm pretty confident you'll you'll fare out pretty well. I hope so. Uh, I'm super excited and pumped to uh, see you racing in the A mods class. But yeah. uh, until a couple months from now, I guess we'll hopefully see you soon. And can't wait to catch you at the track. Yeah, sounds good. Uh, thanks for having me on, you guys. You bet. Talk yeah, to thank you, you. Bye. Bing bong. See you, boys. Bye. See you, bye. 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 Parker Anderson, everybody. The A mod will be cool. Dude. Oh, yeah. Come on with it. <laughs> Sammy. What do you think Samuel. about that? Did he buy an MB? What do we got? I don't. I'm not sure what he got. He didn't get an MB, though. You know what mm. we forgot to do? What's that? We forgot to tell him you were wearing a shirt. Oh. I noticed that fan right boy. at the end. I am. I am a fanboy. You know what I'm mad about? What's that? I don't have one. I think you you know, sold out right away. You know what I, I think? I think those are pretty sweet looking. They are. They're very comfortable and warm. They're just why I wore it. Nice and clean, but yeah. they look sweet. And Sammy's wearing it, so. Yeah, exactly. I mean, it's definitely a nice shirt. You got a big deal wearing a big deals sweatshirt. Right. <laughs> no, you got a bigger deal wearing a big deal sweatshirt. Right. Because Sammy is coming up next on the podcast. Should we bring him on? Okay, we're going to bring you in after we talk about Parker. Okay, so he did really well in the B-Mains. And he did always make his way up through the field. Yeah, that's pretty much always positive every night he went. Which I thought was crazy, too, because it was like some nights Scotty Benz is way in the back. So you like you know their cars are pretty similar. Parker gets a run up there, and then all of a sudden Scotty's like tailing him right now. But overall, I thought he did really well watching him all three, all six nights. Skydiving, though, boys. I don't know. I'm not scared of heights, but I don't know if I'd ever do it. He says we need to do it. Do we all three go at the same time? Well, actually four because yeah, we're all no, here. Yeah, I can't disclude Sammy. Yeah, Sammy, now you're going to have to parachute with us. I don't know, boys. No. I don't think I, I'd probably puke in the middle of the sky, honestly. I don't live scared, but something about just like falling to your death. <laughs> I don't live to die fun. either. <laughs> I don't live to fall out of a plane to my death, but I, I do like, like driving race car. That's true. I feel like I'm in control though in the race car. Exactly. Skydiving, you're just like, yep, Jesus, take the wheel. Hope Let's that, go, hope dude. Hope those street parachutes come out. When he sold that story, I'm like, that guy definitely smokes a lot of marijuana if he's talking <laughs> like that. <laughs> Sadu, we're going to jump out of this plane, man. Let's drop in, dude. <laughs> All right, everybody. Let's get to a little bit of Volusia. We have special guest number 28. Drum roll, please. <laughs> Sammy Mars. Hey, Sammy. Hi, Blake. <laughs> All right, Sammy, where'd you go? What'd you do? How'd it go? How'd you get there? How was the trip? Who drove you? A lot of questions. Sorry. Um, 
Start from the first one. Yeah, we went to Volusia Speedway Park, Florida. It was a long drive for sure. I think we um, we left, when was it, Sunday, last Sunday. We started driving down there. We made a couple stops. Got there on Wednesday for practice. Practice there. It's a fun racetrack. It's really fast. It's really rough, though. Compared to iRacing. I mean, uh, did iRacing prepare you for not it? Not even Well, close. what's okay? So you're in a crate late model, but you're on a half mile. So what's the speed? You're still pretty. You're hauling the mail. Yeah, still. like it to me, it felt a lot like our Wissota cars. Right. With the crate. But right. Like I was looking at times compared to like the Outlaw qualifying, and we weren't like that far off. Like, well, you're pretty the, much wide open around Yeah, there. like I was talking to a couple guys that race that stuff pretty regularly, and they said when you go down to Volusia, you go and whoever can turn the best is the best because hmm. it's you just hold it to the floor. And right. Hmm. What was the weather like down there? Well, obviously, I think it rained every day, didn't it? Yeah, yeah. I mean, like the first two days, Wednesday and Thursday when we were there, it was it was actually pretty nice, sunny. Practice night was good. Uh, race night one was good. We raced, and then they called it at one thirty in the morning because the track was too rough Oof. and it was getting late. So they just said they're going to run it the next day, and it kind of went all downhill from there. You talked about lap times. I happen to have them right here. How far was I <laughs> wrong? So how far off are Papa we? Jimmy? Papa Jimmy ran an eighteen or a seventeen three. Okay, baby Sammy, you ran a uh oh hold on sorry, you ran an eighteen seven. Oh, what is that? Second or something? Second, second and a half. Second and sure. a half. That's, that's pretty damn close for a half mile. Yeah. Yeah. Speaking of Papa Jimmy, what kind of, okay, so obviously he's been around the block. What kind of advice is he giving you going down to Volusia? Because it's a different crowd than up here. And yeah, a long-ass I mean, drive. Yeah, we we had a lot of time to talk about it for sure. Um, Going up and down the road. He just, he pretty much told me just you can't, like racing against these guys down there, there's, like you have to qualify good. Right. If you don't qualify in the first front First row or second row, you pretty much are out to lunch. And what kind of, I mean, you just it just couldn't happen. And you got to get your qualifying lap in. And when you're racing, you just got to go balls at the walls for the ten, right. 10 laps that they give you. And you just cannot give an inch to anybody. Right. Because, I mean, yeah, you're half mile wide open. There ain't much you can really control. No, it's there's no give. And you try and be respectful as much as you can, but sometimes you just can't. And I'm sure the the roughness of the track probably didn't help with that much. No, there was that first night on Thursday in the heat race, there was one groove, and that was you'd enter in the middle, drive straight up the racetrack, cut it back down the racetrack, and one and two and three and four, you'd drive like through the middle, float it up, and then cut back down. Like there was just one line, and you had to chase Jeez. chase away from the ruts. I've, I feel like people were kind of hating on them, but... You can't okay. You can't do you can't anything when there's the so much rain. Well, right. I I mean I heard what I heard is they put 18 inches of new like dirt. Oh, so they oh, don't know what it was either. Two weeks before the races, because I and suppose it, they're gonna have all them cars out. Yeah, and they had like good like before when we went down there last year. It was kind of the reasoning for us going this year. It had like a good gumbo clay, right? Like mm-hmm. held together and it was fast, but then it got slick and smooth. And this year it was just like really sandy and abrasive. Like it wasn't very abrasive. Like on something the you would imagine down south, like yeah, beach like, sand, basically. Yeah, it was just well, like when I was today, I was washing some stuff up, and on like the tires, when you'd wash them, like the water'd be green. 
Oh, yeah. After you get the sand or the clay. They must have treated it or something maybe then. I don't know what they did. I mean, It's, it's like Cedar Lake. Yeah. You don't want to hate it on them because they're trying, but at the same time, it's like, well, you kind of had something that was is there pretty still, good. Is there still asphalt underneath that dirt? I don't, I'm not sure. Hmm. Cedar Lake got like that at the beginning of the year last year. Yeah. yeah it was I mean, very, yeah. very freaking expensive. Yeah. Like, I get that you got to get put new clay. Like, Menominee did it this last year, and they did a good job of putting it that on. That was good clay. Made it good racetrack, and it wasn't rough. I mean, but even you see it, I mean, in that Charlotte last year, I mean, that's a place that, I mean, Charlotte Motor Speedway, they have umpteen million dollars, and they still messed up, yeah. you know. Yeah, it's like you don't want to hate it in a place for trying because – you know, they're just trying to provide the best racing right, possible. Right. But and at the same there. time, you don't want to wreck something well, that's good. Well, yeah, it's not, it's and not had, cheap. No, they had a good racetrack, and they it's, just wasn't it this year. Probably wasn't the best idea to lay a whole bunch of new clay down right before you guys no, came. And the worst there. thing about it is they had, well, they had 82 604s. That was the class yeah. I was in. They had about 50 602s and about 50 World of Outlaw cars. So they had a lot of. Too much. Yeah, they had a lot of. It's a long program. Yeah, it got long. Did you enjoy the beach though? It was you cold, wasn't it? it? We didn't leave the race. Track. I would say it was pretty cold down there. Yeah, it wasn't bad. Um, my mom and my brother and a couple of their friends, family friends, they went down there. They said it was pretty nice during the day. Well, darn, dude. Yeah. yeah, but we didn't. We didn't leave the race track. We were working on the race. You go swimming in the pond? Ready. No, not the gators. I don't go. You want to go gators. gator fishing? No, come on. I figured you'd wrestle. I'd gators. say you oh. figure you set trap lines out. No, I I was not hanging out with the Gators. <laughs> so what was it like entering a class with 82 cars? Have you raced that many cars before? Nope. And when I went on the racetrack for the heat race, I knew one person in my heat race both nights. Oh. So it was kind of weird. Like you like I'd have like I never am one to go and like write my lineup on a piece of tape, put it in my cockpit. Like I had to because I had no idea who anybody was. Right. right. <laughs> and it was like right away I was making sure checking my lineup, getting it right. Then you'd have to go out there and then they stayed you in the infield. So you had to get across. Oh. Or else they like they were on the race they were yelling at some people saying, We're not letting you across because you missed the boat. Oof. So I had to stay on top of that. But with eighty like down there with eighty two cars, like you know, going into qualifying, if you don't hit your laps perfect that your night is pretty much ruined. Yeah, because it's only top three transferred in the heat race. Yeah, and, and we was... were, I mean, we were, I was happy. Our car had a lot of speed. We were, I think the first night it was second in my group and then seventh overall out of them cars. And then they're pretty good cars. So I was happy with that. Well, one night you finished second to Mark Whitener, who's like probably one of the best regional racers down there. Yeah, that second night I ran second to Whitener. The first night I ran second to that Corey Hedgecock. Yeah. And he's leading the crate racing points down there. He's kind of the guy in the Tennessee, Georgia, or I don't know about Georgia, maybe Georgia, South Carolina area. He's pretty good around there. So you go down there and run second to the, some of their pretty good guys. That yeah, you want to hang your head, but at the same time, you kind of just realize what you're up against. Pretty decent. Buzzy was telling us down in East Bay, get the tide i mean i know you guys had a lot of rain but was there any of that type of no adjusting no because like east bay it's pretty close to the ocean where volusia is a ways out volusia is about 45 minutes or so inland of daytona beach so you don't really see a whole lot of that but obviously the rain affected it a lot like it in turn three and four once it started raining or even in the heat race it just looked like landmines went off like it was, <laughs> it was actually pretty scary to drive through. Oh, oh my bet. gosh! Oh, dang. 
Well, I know there was a hell of a flip count going for the woo. Yeah. Somebody tumbled. Who was it that tumbled really hard? That was Mark Whitener. Yeah, that's right. That was, was bad. bad. I watched that happen right in front of me. I don't really know if it was Yeah, you're his probably fault, going a buck 20 into that corner. Easy. Yeah. Yeah, it was. it's a fast racetrack. I mean, they call it the world's fastest half mile. So. It's, I don't even think it's really a half mile, though. It's smaller. You think so? I, I've been to Eldora, and it looks like they're going faster than Eldora. Well, they're. De- I I would Oof, say they're going faster, but I think it's just distance-wise, it's smaller. I think it's like .42. It I'll might s- be. I'm not really sure. It could be. You raced there last year, though, right? Volusia? No, yeah. that was my first time. Okay. Not this year. So how was the almost trioval type of feel? Um, With that goofy ass? Yeah, like the dog legged on the back stretch. You could, or I don't even know if you'd call it that, because it's not really, but. But you still gotta like probably gotta arc your corner. Yeah, like the lower you can leave off a two, the better you can be through three and four. Hmm. Most of the time you're wide open. You kind of gotta catch yourself a little bit when it gets slick. I mean, you're just wide open and kind of just arcing, 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 and then you snap to where you want to make your corner and carry a lot of speed into turn three. Well, I know when you were on here last year for the podcast, you were kind of hesitant on the whole soda deal and all that. I say you. You knocked her out of the park. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I mean, I was happy with our season. It went, I'd say it went pretty decent. I didn't get as many wins as I would have liked to, but I, we ran good for most of the races, end of the year stuff. I think we we're rarely out of the top five at the big specials. We went out to Fergus Falls around third, um, came back home on Omni. I wasn't any good then. Um, and then we went to Ashland. I run fourth at the Red Clay. Ogilvy, I ran up front. So I mean, it was. I think I was six, maybe. It was. It was a good end of the year. Speaking of Menominee, yes, please. I think every time that Blake and I watched you race, I looked over to him and said, "Do you think anybody drives it harder than Sammy into turn three? Nope, nope. Yeah, it's it, pretty awesome. That was like what the third race of the year. I can still watch every single lap you enter turn three Just in my head, wide open. <laughs> yeah, I mean, like at the beginning of the year, I the first race of the year, I was starting to do that, and I got more comfortable. I realized I could hold it wide open. Yeah. And then I piled it in the fence. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah. Or like I just hit it with the rear quarter panel, but I was like, okay, I got to kind of chill out a little bit. And but I you chilled. found that point. Yeah. And didn't wreck the car. Right. That's yeah, important. I mean, towards the middle of the year, kind of, we got, or I guess the beginning of the year more than anything in the heats, we were rolling pretty good there. But for whatever reason, I feel really comfortable racing at that track. So mm, it's kind of weird. <laughs> Somebody uh, else does too. Yeah. <laughs> Do you guys get a feeling when you're more at more of like a home track? Yeah. You don't even have to have raced on it before, but you feel like you're gonna do good because it's like oh, dude, instantly. Well, it's, it's definitely a confidence thing. Yeah. Like you walk in and it's like, Okay, I've been through this pit gate this. a million times like, and right. now I have a race car. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. Have you even been able to race at Rice Lake since you started racing? No, UMSS won't race there, yeah. which I don't know if what? I'm really complaining. But I would like to. I, te- I have driven it though. I've I drove twist tested twice. Yeah. Um, but I mean, it wasn't really prepped at all. But okay, so the night me and Gunner, but I've never driven a track like Rice Lake. You know, slick. You know, you go to Cedar and you're just around the top. But it's just the point. The it's Rice Lake, right? Yeah, it's 20 minutes and well, 10 minutes from my shop. Because the night. Gunner and I rolled in at Menominee. I mean, we were like jacked. Dude, we were the stud horse of the group that night. Oh, yeah. Obviously. Oh, I saw well, that. You feel that way about You your- say you don't see anybody drive harder in three and four. I think you got to run for my money. Yeah. 
Yeah, so you <laughs> tumbled there in three and four. You were you were wheeling Dude, at that. I night. wanted that. Well, so you have that. Happy. You have that ad. You're like that confidence at Jim Falls too, though. Yeah. Oh yeah, but that's exactly the what you just right. said. I've watched a million laps at both tracks, so it's like. Do you guys feel that Cedar Lake is a very tricky track to like Dude, get yeah. your mind around? And I love for some Cedar reason, Lake. Yeah. One and two at Cedar Lake is so much fun. Three I and four. One three you and grew four. your balls. Cedar Whoa. Lake was so much fun. And then two. All the, three and four can either make me love it or piss me off. Sammy, it took him almost a year and a half. No, 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 no. no. I haven't even the, been racing for, for a year and a half. No, it took too. a year. It really, um, probably July, around July. That's when it like, okay. I was last year. I'll give you the story. I Cam Schaefer, the, the night he came from last to win, I realized that he actually drives the car. And I'm like, why am I not doing that? And then I drove the car up to fifth from like 14th. And Cam took all my glory. Thanks, Greaseball Cam Schaefer. <laughs> that was the best night ever. Oh, that was so much fun. This race. Yeah. But quite, I actually do have a question for Sammy, though. Yeah, well, he is our guest, so we could probably stop talking. Amongst I'm curious to know. I'm not super big into the late model <laughs> spectrum. You know, we have limited late models around here. What's the difference between okay, the limited mo- late model and the 604 down south? Oh, it's it's a huge difference. Because like, there's shock, like the shocks up here are pretty limited, right? In that yeah, late so model? when you're up here, you can buy a stock shock. You can't tune it or nothing. Right. you got to put coilover kits on it and race it where down south it's a super late model with a crate motor in it right like you if you took the crate motor out put an open motor and oil system and all that stuff in it would be just as competitive i mean diff, a little bit couple different springs and loads but yeah it's, it's pretty the, close it's the same car basically yeah i mean it's like the crate stuff down there is wide open compared to up here so is it more comparable to like your wasota car yeah i would say okay. i would say it's really close to a wasota car down there that and the competition, like I'm not saying the competition up here is really good, but down there it's like it's pretty good. It's insane. Like the 604. Well, that and they put really up good. like Saturday if we would have raced, it was ten thousand to win. Yeah, they race for a ton of money uh, down there damn. too. It's it's stupid. You I mean, get it's eighty cool. some cars. Well, so, yeah. I watched. Okay, so that hunt the front. You know, they race the 604s down there. Yep. And they Check basically it. say it's super racing like oh yeah there's no point of spent like it's not a cheap class anymore when they're racing for fifty thousand dollars at that super b or yeah no i it's a it's crazy what are we laughing about over here you (laughs) what definitely you you ask a question and just talk right just answer yourself do i you totally just asked him a question and answered it yourself what i don't even know I'm sorry, I'm geeking, okay? It's fine. It's cool. Are you? I think he's fanboying you, Sammy. No, I'm not. He's younger than me. I can't fanboy yeah. somebody who's younger exactly. than hey, me. Hey, I fanboy Sammy all the time. Okay, so you admit it. Oh, I do. Sammy fanboyed me for I a while. I look at Sammy I like... <laughs> yeah, I just, whatever, dude. I'm a huge Zach Whittles fan and a Gunnar Cummings fan. That's what? different than being a... Uh, I look at Sammy like somebody I'm going to be going to college with next year. Oh, that man. is, I'm not disrespecting. Yeah, like he's somebody that's my age. I feel like if we all would have took Ritalin before this, we probably would be in way better <laughs> off. I don't even know what that this is. This has Me been either. the most ADD conversation yes. I've ever had. Okay, next topic. Yeah. <laughs> Are we good? <laughs> okay, so a 604 crate is basically your Wasota car. Oh yeah, it's with a, a crate motor. Yep. Okay. Yeah, um. it's it's very comparable. <laughs> I mean, they're. I feel like they're faster too. The crate stone there are. 
The 604? Yeah. Better, faster than your soda motor? Oh, no, no, no. Faster than, just, like, up here. Like, okay. a limited. Like, if I would have took a, just a straight-up limited cut, limited late model, Cedar Lake, USR illegal, I would have been out to launch down there. I'm kind mm. of impressed on how fast you say the track is down there. Because I watch... It's crazy. I mean, what? it doesn't look fast on TV, but nothing does. And you get down there, like, that's... Yeah, nothing. Even though it's a smaller motor, it's probably the fastest I've went so far. Oh, my gosh. Like, there was times I was going into turn one, and I'm like, well. Hope it works. I hope it turns. (laughs) I mean, it might not. I don't know. Oh, man. That's good advice for everybody, though. You should go to a big track and know how fast you can go and then come back to a smaller one. That's why. Way better. Dude, Jackson. Excited. Yeah. Like, first track I went to was Arlington, so, like. No, that's crazy. Oh, man. Jason Tostison passed me on the inside wide open, and I was entering one, and it was I felt like Ricky Bobby. I feel like the first time <laughs> you hold a wide open. Yeah. <laughs> the first time you hold a car wide open is like one of the more satisfying things that you yeah. can do in a race car. Yeah. Red Cedar, that night you were talking about, never left the floor pan. There was many heat races at Red Cedar where it did not leave the floor pan. Do you pan. not love that, Clay? I love it. It's so fun. Oh, my gosh. That was that's a very good move. And it races good in the feature too. Yeah. Do you know where that clay came from? I, I was part of the, the dump trucking to get the clay. Me and Dad were in a dump Just truck to get it. Like some random some guy's random pond farm field pond. Yep. It's, it's crazy. A, it amazes me. Yep. Like river bottom gumbo is the best stuff to race. It reminds on. me a lot of what I I guess I was told this, but then it makes sense watching it. It reminds me a lot of Magnolia, Mississippi. They're the or the Mag. They have a racetrack down there. I don't like know the black ice? Yeah. It's just the black gumbo, and it's the fastest thing you've ever been on and the slickest thing you've ever been on. Uh, so when it seals, it's done. Yeah. It's it's pretty good. I was happy to see that. You had a damn good year, Sammy. You always obviously want it to be better. I was happy. I mean, we got the track championship at Menominee, so that was a cool thing to check off the list. First year in Wissota, late model. Mm-hmm. Track yep. champion. Track champion, and then we, it kind of worked out because there's, and then we won the Wisconsin State Championship, too, for the late models, so that was pretty cool. Um, I got the win at Rice Lake. That was really cool. Rich, Who'd you beat? Dad run second. <laughs> <laughs> it also helped me start on the pole, but it was pretty cool. He was, I think he was happy, pretty happy for me that night, too. Yeah. Happier than me if I wasn't, you know, mm-hmm. he was pretty happy. So that was cool for sure. So what's 2022 going to look like? You already started in Florida, so yeah. Um, you know, I mean, we—it's kind of all up in the air. Obviously, we're going to run a lot of Wasoda stuff. I'm not gonna. I'd like to follow the Challenge Series, Wasoda Challenge Series. Do that. That'd be that's kind of a goal of mine to run that. Hopefully, do well enough to be cool, really cool to win that. We'll just kind of have to see what happens. Game of choice or a game of luck. See what happens there. Um. And then I don't really know what this whole crate deal is going to do. I mean, it'd be kind of cool to go back down south and do a little bit of that. Um, I just kind of got to see what happens. Time will tell. I'm not really sure because they got some pretty good money down there, and it'd be pretty cool to go run for that. Ten grand a win. Definitely cool to see all those other tracks, too, and yeah. race them in person. Right. Yeah, like and obvious, like iRacing, it didn't help at all with Volusia. It's not close. Right. But it's still cool to go back on there and see, like, hey, there's the wall I almost hit. Right. right. <laughs> like, I don't know if you guys ever raced it before, but the turn four bottom tires, how easy they are to hit. 
They are just as easy to hit in real life if you're not paying attention. <laughs> thankfully, thankfully, I didn't. It was close. I can't wait. It's going to be a good year, Sammy. Has an open motor so. entered the conversation? Yeah, I. that's kind of something we've been trying to decide if we're going to go and do or not. We want, I mean, I was talking with Dad, and we both like to see me hopefully win some more with soda races. Kind of do good around here before we start going and doing more stuff. You kind of want to... You want to make sure you're competitive in what you're in before don't you go go reach out and do another thing. And yeah, you don't want to overstep your boundaries by any means. And make sure you're like completely comfortable, yep. and then take the yep. Yeah. yeah, I mean, me and him talked, and and we're gonna do it when it makes sense and when I can be competitive because I'm not gonna do it and just go run 16th. Obviously, you got to pay your dues and you know run in the back like that, run against some guys, and it's gonna happen. I know it is, but. You want to unload knowing that you can be competitive and have a shot to run top 10, top right, five, right. podium, maybe even a win if you get lucky enough. It's good stuff right there. Mm-hmm. I just got the chills. Did you? Maybe it's just cold in here. but Dude, <laughs> Super late models are, oh my God, they're so nice to watch. Yeah, it's, I mean, I'm not only a driver of a late model, but I'm also a fan. Yeah, like, Exactly. Like I'll be sitting in school some days in study hall and just watch late model races to watch late model races because I just think they're they're pretty cool. Or get done eye racing and then pull up. Yeah, go yeah, lighter dirt on just, dirt. Exactly. Say, hey Blake, watch all these. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like for an hour and a half. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, there's a couple nights that's happened. Yeah, yeah, I love it. <laughs> I remember that. So much fun. But like the thing about it is, I only like it's cool to watch everybody around here, but then like. Just going and watching the national guys at every kind of racetrack. You come, yeah. like you watch them, and then you come back home and realize how blessed we are to have the yeah. good racetracks that we do and the people. That's one thing I learned a lot about down there is you kind of take it for granted when you're up here how nice our racetracks are, and then on top of that, how respectful the people are. Well, all of them. Yeah, like yeah, there's a there's a one. reason that after the races that everybody is buddies because we all have respect for each other and like don't drive over our heads and. Well, if our car is not as good, we're not going to wreck this guy to win. I mean, we're just going to run second or third or whatever it is. We're down there in that heat race. Like, I was running third. I was bound. I was pretty much going to run third in the heat race. And Mark Whitener said he wanted to win more than, I think it was Tyler Millwood. Yeah. And he just pretty much just drove straight up the racetrack and said, okay, I'm taking the lead. And it worked out for me. I got into second, but it's like, I was just sitting in my car like he did not just do that. That's nuts. (laughs) Right. I just, I mean, obviously you're going to get into somebody, but you never have an intention of just driving over somebody to get in one spot. Right. Right. And that's another thing about the open stuff is nobody cares. Well, right. Yeah. There's just money up the butt. You know, respect does is out the window. And that's kind of one thing that's really cool about what soda is. Everyone cares. Yeah. yeah. It's a hobby. That's yeah. the thing about like anything open stuff. I mean, basically your job is to go out there and win. Yeah. Like, so you kind of almost have to throw somebody told some me respect out. Last year when I first started racing the outlaw stuff around here, I went to Superior and the Menominee and it kind of put it in perspective. Like I'm there to run and make the show. They're there to eat. Right. Right. Like that's how they make their living, put a roof over their head. Yep. Yeah. Dinner. That's their job. And I'm like, <laughs> it makes sense. Right. Like, you're gonna throw an elbow if you can go on Tyler Boy says eat ramen or eating steak. Yeah. Right, exactly. <laughs> that's what he does. 
That's awesome. That's a good way to put it in <laughs> perspective. All right, Sammy, you going to stick around for a quick news segment and call her a day? Sounds good to me. Hit that button, Gunner. Think of your body as a car. It needs energy. Liquid Nitro is that energy. Liquid Nitro energy drinks. It's packed with superfoods and five B vitamins. That'll give you clean energy for those moments when you need that boost. You want it to last. Stop the crash. And you want it to taste good. Pour some nitro into your tank. Liquid Nitro energy drinks. Welcome to the world of real energy. No bull. LiquidNitroEnergyDrink.com. Time for the news. The Built 2 News. Otherwise known as screenshots Blake's got on his phone. Powered by Liquid Nitro Energy Drinks. Here's Gunner and Blake with the news. And Zach and Sammy with the news. Boys, what a podcast we had right there, huh? What a good one. Dude, that's the first three guests we've ever had. Is it? I think so. Yeah. Maybe. I feel like it is. It is. That means we had... It could be. Was last week the first two guests at one time? No. No. We had the cart track episode with like four people on. That's true. Damn it. No records broken. We should do that again, though. Should. Get the schedules, talk to Chadwick. Chad. Talk to all of them. Yep. All right. Moving on to the news, Sammy. All right. Sammy. What Papa Jim Jim do down south? Um, his car had a lot of speed, but I don't think his results were. The results kind of reflected the racetrack, I guess. Was, How can you say that he didn't do that well when he finishes fourth with Kyle Larson ahead of him, Dennis Herb ahead of Kyle, and Chris Madden ahead of Dennis? Herb? I wasn't saying he did bad, but that's exact. He would say. If you were to ask him how he did, he would say that. He said his car had a lot of speed, which was really cool to see, especially yeah. when we come back or up around home. But he just couldn't do much with the track conditions. That's just. It had been cool to have a night feature, but the day feature kind of killed it. I have a really random question and thought. It's fine. We're here. Uh, what track was your dad at when he and Dennis Herb were battling for the lead last year? It was River Cities Speedway in oh, Grand favorite. Forks, North Dakota. God. I was I was driving home from somewhere and Girl Blake was watching it on TV and I was having her do play by play and in my car I'm just like, Yeah, come on, Jimmy and then it just went back and forth. Yeah. Sorry, that random was, thought. That was a good race. That was. Dennis Herb is basically from Wisconsin, so kinda. Huh? He's so. basic it's he's right on the border. Is he? Where? Yeah. Herb, he don't he don't have a stationary home place. He just well, right, drives everywhere and lives in the hauler and races about hundred times a year. A legend, like, it's crazy. I was we were parked right next to him down in Volusia, and him it's a two person team, just him and Heather, and it's crazy how much they can get. They that. just work together really good. He's a good dude. Yeah, Heather, he's quiet. Heather he's works really quiet. a day job too mm-hmm. on the road. What doing what? Yeah, I don't know. I just watched. I just remember I suppose, an interview on Flow. Yeah, I, I remember hearing that too. It's like, I suppose you can work online now. Pretty yeah, much. that's what she does. Something online. I can't remember. It's probably some accounting or something. I don't know. No. So Dennis races and hauls his car. Yeah. While and she works, and he, I mean, 
She did get the. She got the uh, chief, chief, chief award this year. Mm-hmm. Good for her. Way to go, That's Heather. Sweet though. Well, she should get it. Right. <laughs> I mean, yeah. It's a lot of work. It's a lot of dedication. So Jimmy ends up getting a flat tire too. Yeah, that kind of sucked. He got um. Well, in qualifying, he I don't know what something happened in qualifying. Just didn't have a good lap. Started towards the back rows of the heat race and. The road kind of stacked up, and somebody monster trucked his left rear. And Damn blew up. it! Damn it! That's like my biggest fear when I travel out of state to race, especially in the carts. Like flat tire, you're done. Yeah, <laughs> it's like well, that could true. happen just driving to the track. <laughs> yeah, like uh, there is some news though. I mean, besides what we're going to talk about, the XR series Northern Storm. That looks like a pretty good, fun little episode I am there. Very, very excited for the XR races this summer. We got two tickets to Paradise. Gunner is zoning real bad right now. He, oh, there he is. Go ahead. Now. Hey, I'm Gunner. listening. I'm just listening. <laughs> that was pretty funny to watch your eyes. Anyways, July 18th, we got Ogilvy. July 19th, Grand Rapids. 20th is Hibbing, ABC is 21st, and Superior the 22nd. The 20 you win th- it to win it? 23rd, not XR, but 5,000 to win at Cedar Lake, late models. On the 23rd? Oh, that's 23rd. right. They joined oh, together to kind of do that little promotion six deal. Six days of racing. So why didn't it, did XR? It's not It's not XR sanctioned. It's just the no. next day. Cedar Lake being Cedar Lake. They're they after, had it scheduled then, and then yeah, XR put that uh, tour up. Copy. Because the Superior tour is... The superior part is that twin twenty five, twin right. race, and then I think that t- the Tanner Bio Memorial is at ABC. Okay. If they're doing that again, if not, it's just an ABC race. So you have purse plus points fund. Saw that they haven't announced anything about how much it is. Do we got any votes for who's going to take that home? I have no idea. Off the seat is entered first, and so we're going to go from there. Or Sammy's gonna win. It I'm all. taking Sammy for a top three. Yeah, we're gonna we're gonna try. I talked to my grandpa about it, and he's he's pumped about it too. So, so Hopefully which is your least well. favorite? You thinking like Grand Rapids, probably? Mm. Rock Rapids. I don't know. I mean, I, I, yeah, either that or Hibbing. I wasn't any good at Hibbing when I went up there. I wasn't any good at Grand Rapids either. So, I'm still we're, taking you for a top three. We're just gonna go for the. Try and run good up there, up at them too. And I really like Ogilvy, so that'll be fun. And then Ashland I like, Superior I like, so just have to get better at them two tracks. And the other three, obviously. It's always good to see new series pops up, boys. Yeah, I agree. The only thing I I thought about this on the way here when I I saw... uh, Yeah, okay. I hope it doesn't get to a point, though, where we're scheduling big shows on top of big shows. Yes. That's my biggest fear. Like, I saw I saw Ferguson. He put a schedule out, and it was like the Cedar Lake fan group. And there's some, like, 25,000 to win show down south, it is, on the same night nationals. I'm like, well, that kind of sucks. Cause that's like a crown jewel. And then you're going to have another big paying show somewhere else. Yeah. Like, I don't, I'm not the biggest fan of it being on top of each other. Um, I see that, but then at the same time, like I don't think the same crowd's going to go to both. Races. Oh right, I don't. I, you know I, mean? I agree. 
I I do agree with what you're saying though. But like I like Ferguson, I don't think he's been up here for no, and I'm years. Not, yeah, and I'm just. It's not that I'm complaining about it, but in the future, right. I just hope it doesn't get to that point where they're like it's an all-out war between sanctions. Right. Um. Yeah, I guess it's. It is really cool to see the big money. Pit no, it is put up, though. everywhere. Like especially like when I was looking at it, there's every single race, no matter if it's fifty thousand or twenty-five thousand to win, it's twenty-five hundred to start. Right. No, it's crazy. And that just. It makes me want to go race some of them that much more. That one's that's that would make well, sense. I'm glad the times are kind of catching up with the technology or, you know, what it takes to go do it, too. Yeah, he's kind of, that XR, he's changing a lot of stuff. Oh, yeah. Well, he's making people put big shows out. Mm-hmm. It's it's pretty cool. Next topic. Here's my question. Okay. This is weekly racing dead. No. No. I don't think Definitely so. not. Because you still see Cedar Lake get like 100 120 yeah, 120 plus cars, cars. and i mean nominee's always good nominee the late models i'm surprised have picked up a lot like before you'd see one a couple of like maybe six years ago you'd see six cars a night yeah six at Menominee, eight. ten yeah. at cedar lake now i you think see the uh three heats and it's definitely growing with the go-kart scene yep. you know the ability to get a kid in early that always, that whole addiction's going to continue well, B mods this year. How um, many freaking kids oh, under yeah. the age of fifteen were right. racing? Like, yeah, and one. Well, most hard. of them were fast. <laughs> UMSS yeah. too. We had a three or four people under twenty years old. Yep. So that's pretty cool. And Jim Falls, they dropped Wasota, or Wasota dropped them. However, it worked out, but they still had a decent, decent car counts every well, night. There's ten. plus you're competing against From the Rice track Lake, that's Wisconsin. forty minutes away, so. From Rice Lake, there's 10 tracks within two hours, and those tracks all get decent numbers every time they race. Mm-hmm. I'd say we're still strong. No. As long as smart people make smart decisions yeah. with rules and stuff. But 2022 is going to be fun. Yeah, I'm pumped. One other topic for the news. You see this shirt? The 49 of Jake Tim was a rocket ship. Playing with big dogs down south. When, when May, okay, well, he Otto Vado Wild West shootout. 42 laps. I I knew the yellow. I I was nervous with the yellow, but with the yellow didn't come out, I'm like, he's 100% winning this race. Yep. And I loved his interview after. Like, I would have, like, I don't think any of us, we all would have been, like, jacked. And he's like, yeah, like, just super humble, like, <laughs> just super quiet. I'm like, dude. You just like ran against some David of the best people in the world. David interviewed his dad. Bob right. was on TV, like <laughs> oh, caution yeah, lap central. <laughs> like, what's going on? And that who wanted up winning that one? Uh, Marler. Marler. Yeah, he was, he's a really good guy. He was yeah. good. Who did he have a? Oh, him and Bobby Pierce had some words, yeah. right? Yep. Wow. More or less, they all knew what happened. And right. Marler just basically said. Well, Deal with shit, it. You earn shit. That's about all he said, you know? I actually, when I watched the interview, I couldn't understand a single word he said. No. When he actually said what he said, but I got what he said. Right. If that makes sense yeah. to any of you right. three. Mm-hmm. Yes. Well, he's, I mean, I'm not speaking for the open guys, but like just talking to a couple of people, I know they, they just can't stand running against Bobby. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Like they I mean, want not, Bobby eating ramen and they're going to eat yeah. steak. That's, but I, I ain't hating on him because like he's actually not a bad dude. 
But in the race car, it's just like it gets a little too much sometimes. Yeah. It kind of sucks. And I get where he's coming from. Like, you got to drive hard, but yeah, there's a limit. It kind of sucks, though, because, like, he is really fun to watch. I will say, you need people like that, though, in the sport that create controversy so people yes. watch. Yeah. Yes. I yes. still want to know it's, how he got the smooth operator, because I've never watched him race. Oh, uh, man, he set it on flow. I need to get, keep up with the times, have a better memory. I can't remember if it was from his... It was from his young days. You think there will ever be a cooler moment at the Nationals when him and Turbo? Dude, I got a great story about the guy that was sitting next to me. <laughs> the biggest Bobby Pierce fan in the world. <laughs> he was like, get the F out, effing piece of shit. Like, just flipping out. I have a video on my phone. I can show it to you guys. It's so funny. <laughs> you recorded the guy next to you? Well, I was recording the whole thing. <laughs> and then I got the audio of the guy sitting next to me. Dude, it was, it was so funny. I was sitting up in what would have been the pit stands. Yeah. Up yeah. In the pit stands and like the picnic benches and stuff. I mean, it was just like, it's just crazy. Because one thing, you know, they get wrecked. Then the next thing, you know, Tyler or Turbo was chasing Bobby around the racetrack yeah. with his car. Right. And then the next thing, you know, he just couldn't catch him. So thing he is, turned around and drove up on his nose. Right. What I don't get is if he was really that mad, instead of just bumping him, why didn't he just go and park it on his air cleaner and make him get out? Right. right. Yeah, I would rather see the fight. It was pretty cool, though. Dude, that was crazy. Hometown track. I'll see your light. Okay. While we're shootout episode complete. Sammy, thanks for coming on. Thank you for having me, guys. Best of luck, 2022. Maybe bring you in one more time. Sounds good. I'll Maybe. need the luck. Should we? I think we should throw a big B2 sticker on that car somewhere. Gotta. Sounds good to me. Do you want to? Do you want to advertise the boys? I can. Can you? The boys I can. Do we get like the inside sale or something? Or sure. Can we ride right along or? in the cockpit with you? Perfect. With like a heart around it, maybe. Oh my gosh, please. <laughs> oh yeah. We'll put our faces in the logo if you do it. Perfect. Done. It's sold. Sold. I'm going to let Jiggy know next time he's down there to slap that <laughs> V right in the cockpit. Sounds good to me. <laughs> All right, everybody. Thanks for tuning in. We'll catch you next time. Bye-bye now. Thank you. Bye. Bye. As always, that was anticlimactic. You got something to say? Hit up the Bell 2 Media Podcast and let them know. Like, comment, and share on TikTok, Instagram, Facebook, YouTube, and at Bill2Media.com. Thank you, Bill 2 Media sponsors. QualityFreeRate.com, Liquid Nitro, Energy Drink, SKD, Scott King Designs, Underhill Speedway, Kick-Ass, Beef Jerky, Jiggy Signs, Harvest Racing, K1 Race Gear by Ryan Bowers, Spot On, Point of Sale, System Credit Card Processing, and PrettyPolishedJunkie.com. Get your Built 2 Media podcast fix. Get everything you want and get everything you need. At Bill2Media.com. Except for the t shirts. Figure it out. Be back next week for another exciting Bill2 Media podcast. The Bill2 Media 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 Media